Hello, and welcome back to another Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem M. And today we have a very, very special guest. He knows everything from Stanley to every music that you can possibly name up. He's very smart. He, he got it all. We're going to talk to him because he's going to dive into my brain and I'm going to get into his brain. So please, let's give it up for the official double A up in this piece. What's up? What's up? Hey, what's going on? Hey, you know, I just I was just recording a little something earlier. I, don't know, I, I know, y'all, he was recording something earlier and uh, it was off the chain. I ain't going to even lie. It, it was off the chain. <laughs> Thanks. Would you like me to play it? I can play it like right now. We can do it yeah, right now. It's a remix to Nas's World is Yours. I'm just doing remixes to like other people's songs as I work on my album. You know, Bill Buzz. Oh. <laughs> Let's show some love for the official double A. Cute to produce this one originally. Oh, okay. What is on my mind as I continue to go hard just on the grind? I'll leave the new school to bust the rhyme. The earth when the fires, my star will shine. I'll look back the time I begin to rewind. When I first learned how to drop some lines, how far I've come, I'm one of a kind. Music and comic books, yeah, that shit is mine. Growing up in the shop, I look at the sky and try to seek the answers of what I can find. And always remember to learn from the wise and don't be don't high. Get high. I have a problem with that. The world is yours. For all the hustlers out there just doing your thing. The world is yours. To those out there just fulfilling your dreams. The world is yours. To those out there who have a destiny. From over Nipsey. <laughs> the stars I, I see. I work hard to go and fulfill my dreams. And the moment will come, knowing that this battle has been won. Me, I'm just a shy white kid, just me myself with this life I get. When I don't have time and I no longer live, I have a legacy that is surely a gift. It's my moment of truth. If I am no gang star, if I know in life that I will go far. Forever rip my area of Rogers Park. I'll to the bomb, you'll be in my heart. But know in life, 
you gotta work hard. Success won't come to you just in a job. The sky's the limit, see the stars. So no matter who you really are, you shine bright to what you see of what you can truly be. And no hope is what you keep. It's something that'll truly never leave. South I think, North Pole. Still give Nas a shout This is originally his track. <laughs> this is. Yeah. No, it is. The world is yours. It will always be yours. Oh my god, this is dope. <laughs> now, where can anyone find your music at? Because you have several several remixes that you've done and I've heard and I've been sending you back like, oh my god, this fat is dope. This fat is dope. This fat is dope. This fat is dope. <laughs> That's on Instagram. Like I put my the remixes on Instagram. So I have one for Nas, the brat, you know, funk the five. Not just yeah. mix deck or I'm just enough. I'm just enough. I'm just enough up and comer. And Polo G, <laughs> Rap Star Remix, by, originally by Polo G. Mm -hmm. And um, I also have a little bit of a freestyle, which was originally done by Big L and Jay-Z, Recipes Big L. These are like, um, you know, I didn't make the beats. <laughs> I'm, just right. like, I'm just using this like to build like buzz and promo. Now, the stuff on my album, I've made the beats on those. I make those. <laughs> yes, because you, you have your own album because you're shooting a video too also, right? Correct? Yeah, I shot a video. We're working on some changes to that right now. I plan to shoot another video for one of my other songs called um, David Dunn, I'm Unbreakable, which is the nod to the movie starring Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson, if you remember that movie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that, because my album's called The Kid Who Wanted to Be a Superhero, one time I was watching the movie Unbreakable, I'm thinking... Why Very good. Yeah, one my one of my all time favorite movies. In fact, my favorite superhero movie of all time. And I'm thinking, why not just do a song kind of, as a nod to that? And I just worked on this like hard, I'm just like went in like I'm the unbreakable, I'm the unthinkable, etc. And and I'm listening, and a lot of your music has positive positivity in it that I noticed, and which mm -hmm. is awesome thing that you. You don't get that much like in music as you used to, you know. I might be telling my age a little bit, but you know, <laughs> it was a little bit more um, you know, the positive vibe, you know. It was also the little, you know, ratchetness that we like, you know what I'm saying? But it still had the positive flow and the positive outtake of it. Right, yeah. And you know, and I admire that, you know, keep your head up, stay strong, you know, things that you don't hear. And you're also giving homage to legends that have passed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What inspired you other than Stan Lee? We're going to get on Stan Lee in a minute. Because <laughs> I know you love you some Stan Lee and Unbreakable. But like you said, Unbreakable was something that helped you. What was another thing that inspired you to go into music like this? Because your music is awesome. Oh, thank you. Um, well, 
it started when I was a kid. I started playing guitar when I was eight. My mom just suggested, well, our guitar. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? Right. <laughs> got into that first. It was like playing songs by like the Beatles and Bob Dylan. Then okay. Later got to like, you know, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Motown, uh, David, David Bowie. Okay. Um, bunch of other stuff. Then I later started learning piano. And if you remember, I played a little piano for Brandy. We're going to talk about that later. Yes, we're going to talk about that. Yes, y'all, he played for Brandy too, y'all. He be out there. You don't know he's a superstar <laughs> <out> here. <laughs> I played for Brandy and I played a little guitar for Seal. I did a cover one of Seal's songs. Don't tell Heidi Klum. My <laughs> Heidi. I got something to tell you. <laughs> So go go on. So you started playing the different covers and you know you got into Led Zeppelin and you know Motown and that you know, inspired they, you? They all inspired me. Also like hip hop also. I've always been to hip hop. Like mm -hmm. I remember like back in the day, uh if I remember like I was a little kid, like super little, but I remember hearing Coolio a lot, if you remember him. Ain't nothing wrong but when you're living in the gays of paradise, tell me why are we yeah. Yeah, Coolio, <laughs> like I remember when he was popular. I mean Yes. You're you're in the nineties, he was everywhere. He was everywhere. Coolio was everywhere in the nineties. So I grew up in the nineties, so yes. Yeah, I know. Um, and you know, later on, like I got, of course, Eminem was popping off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nas, I mean, Nas has been around. He and Jay Z had that feud. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Of course, gosh, give shout to some Shy Town artists. Common, I met Common three times, by the way. Yeah, yeah, you always mean celebrities. Like, how many times have you met Stan Lee? Unfortunately, once. Just once. Okay. <laughs> Because I know you have the picture of him, and that's how I met you. We were actually on a um, on a TV shoot. That's how I met you, and we started talking about Stan Lee. <laughs> like that's literally how we met. Oh yeah. Um. So I'll tell you the story of that. Like I, I've always looked up to Stan Lee ever since I was a little kid. I remember having the VHS of Spider Man, the one with uh, Tobey Maguire, the very first one that came out two thousand two, and I remember. Like they had like the previews, and one of the previews was like, um, it was a documentary called Stanley's View Monsters and Marbles. And it was Stanley being interviewed by the one and only Kevin Smith, <laughs> who I also met. I met Kevin Smith, I'm gonna talk about that later on. You, you met everyone, I haven't met Steven Spielberg or Keanu Reeves. I want to meet them. <laughs> Now, you know, Keanu Reeves, he be riding them buses in New York. You might be able to catch him on the train or something because, you know, he like us commoners. You know, he, he don't be splurging like that. So you no. might meet him in New York. You might meet him. Never know. Just keep our fingers crossed, you know. You might but, meet him. Yeah, but back to, like, what I was saying about Stan Lee. So Absolutely. Like, um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, I remember seeing him interview. I'm like, I'm going to meet that guy someday. Mm -hmm. I just remember, like, of course, you know, I used to, I used to play the Spider-Man computer game, and he had this narration, greetings, true believers, and all that stuff. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, I really want to meet him. And I kept blowing off for dumb reasons. Then, like, was April 21st, 2017, I already had uh, tickets to Comic-Con, C2E to McCormick Place. I'm like, no, this is it. I got to meet him. I got to meet him, okay? This is your chance. 
this is my chat, and it was his last time at C3E2. Oh. Yeah. So I'll never forget that. Day. I'm just way in line. And I'm just all geeked out, like, oh, oh, oh. Right. Like, this is it. This is it. And I remember one of the staff members came out and said, Are you already meet Stanley? And we're like, Yeah. And then he pops up, like, <laughs> And I'm like, Ah! ah. <laughs> <laughs> You're clawing. It's Stanley. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I. Like I, whenever I meet celebrities, I always try to like remember like they're human beings too. But like, look at this guy's like a true icon, a true legend. I just like, I couldn't help it. I'm like, oh my god, right? You know, like with people like we're meeting Michael Jackson, or when, Prince, uh, Prince, or when uh, here's another example when Brandy met Whitney Houston for the first time. That's another <laughs> exactly that. Hey, when I'm mean Stanley, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember just getting the picture. I'm like, hey, Stan, I'm like, oh, I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> yeah, he's like that. And I remember taking the picture. I was just couldn't get my eyes off. I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, you're a childhood hero of mine. I was like, oh, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. I'm I'm always everyone's hero. But he yeah. was. He was. He brought the vision of the superheroes to like like you said Unbreakable. Yes, that was one of my favorite favorite movies because yeah. it was the opposite. One had all broken bones and then Bruce Willis was strong. He could never be be um be stopped. He was literally the man of steel, so to say, you know. Literally, I mean. Literally. That's not based off of Marvel or DC property. No. But, uh, that's, that's another reason why I love that movie, because it's just a completely original story, and it's very slow-paced. And it comes into threes, because, you know, doesn't... um The other one blends oh, in split. with... Split. Split. And glass. Split, glass, and Unbreakable all blend in mm -hmm. together. So it, it, it goes, and you see the characters evolve. And, you know... Stan Lee brought that property out in his comics because I can see you have hundreds of comics behind you. So oh, I, I have plenty of others. Like I got some right here. Like this is uh this is Punisher Daredevil. Look at them, they're running. Oh, I know some of my friends is be like, oh my god, he got the comic books that I like. So I know. <laughs> um, I got another one. Shout out to the one only Kevin Smith. This is uh he is just us. I have the all the individual issues of his run on Daredevil, Daredevil. as well as my favorite Marvel hero, by the way. But don't get me wrong, I love me some Spider Man and X Men and Right. Right. The, the, but those are the ones that everyone knows. You know, you don't hear like Daredevil and you know um other characters that aren't displayed as much. You know, you know, we have the main ones, Spider Man, the Hulk. You know, Iron Man, Iron Black, Man, Black all the Panther, Avengers. Yeah. You know, you you have those. You know, and it's some that are forgotten and people don't even know about. You know, what I'm saying so. It's well, now, awesome. I think people are now knowing about Daredevil because of the Netflix show plus. Um, yes, he had the appearance in Spider Man No Way Home. Yes, and um, also people know of Daredevil because of the Ben Affleck movie. Yes. <laughs> So it has a lot now. 
do you think your um intuition with comics also mixed and helped uh, integrate with your music do you think that helped your music grow and how i'd say so because like i'm always aiming to like to you know inspire people and to do what is right and it's just you know spread awareness of what is going on in the world and of course talk about myself because you know people want to know about me absolutely they have yeah. to know about you but i also like want to spread awareness like right now um my album i'm working on song uh it's like for women empowerment i'm working with a female rapper named fats shout out to fats shout out to fats and turn it up yep and um <laughs> You know, this is like, you know, I'm, you know, and this is common, not just in rap music, but also like in rap and roll. I've seen this. It not, but in all entertainment forms, like women have often been like degraded and absolutely. Oh, they're sex objects and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not having any of that. They're human beings. Yes, we're human beings, people. We have yeah. feelings. <laughs> and I want to like create something. I got inspired by listening to Tupac. Keep your head up with this. Yes. And I wrote, create the beat. I already wrote the lyrics. We're with uh, Fats. Um, we're almost done with that. We're working on that. Well, I can't wait to hit that. Oh yeah, I'll be on my album. I have uh, two other songs on my album that are talk about like the social uh, injustices that we are seeing right now. Absolutely. Like right now, I'm working on a song called uh, "White Privilege." Okay. And basically what I'm doing is I'm talking about like the social ills and like, okay, the fact is I'm a white guy. Mm -hmm. I have white privilege, whether I like it or not. Mm -hmm. I benefit from white supremacy, whether I like it or not. Mm -hmm. And every single white person in America, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, whether you're, hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> he'll be right back with us in one second y'all just give him one minute but he does have a point where um a lot of his music and we see stanley right there with him y'all you see there goes stanley where um i have noticed in a lot of his music where he does um have soundtracks that promote self-love like i've always spoke about a hundred times over where i'm from I might be telling my age again, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm from an era where women, you know, you bitch, you hoe, you slut, you trap. Why it's got to be like that? Why can't it be my lovey baby? I love you, my darling, my sweetie. It's nothing positive like that anymore. Hey, sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> you back, y'all. As Arnold Schwarzenegger says, I'm back. He'll be back and he came back. <laughs> Um, but what was I saying? So like about like the social justice and so like, you know, so people forget, you know, rap is a black art form. Yes. Rock and roll is a black art form. Yeah. People forget that. Lil Richard, come on. Remember Lil Richard? Yes. Elvis Ooh. did not invent rock and roll. <laughs> no, he didn't. And a lot of, uh, you know, of course, it's spoken about a lot of time how black culture is whitewashed and used other ways and we don't get any credit for it just like country and western there are black country and western oh, yeah. artists you know and it seems like oh no black people shouldn't be with country but, but we it's music is music 
And a lot of it has been whitewashed throughout history. It has been like, you know, it's interesting. Whenever people like think of like who invented rock and roll, and it's still a lot of white folks, they all often take oh Elvis. It was Presley, yeah. And don't get wrong, I think he was a great singer and he was a great entertainer. Mm -hmm, but, great artist, but he didn't invent well, rock and roll. He didn't invent it. It was people like Little Richard. It was people like you know, people like Muddy Waters. You know, yes. Muddy Guy. You know, we come from Chicago. Guy, yes, like the Chicago blues. Right, we come from Chicago, so it's we sing nothing but the blues here. You know, BB King. You know, it's nothing but a lot of blues here. You know, what I'm saying. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it was whitewashed, and it was said that he was the king of rock and roll. It's like, no, he didn't create rock and roll. No, he did. I mean, no. he benefited from it, which was fine, you know, as all artists benefit from other predecessors of artists, but you didn't give homage to where it originally came from, is the exactly. issue. That's, that's exactly. the problem. And that's what I do with my music. I want to pay like homage to like all these people who inspired me, etc. I want to make sure, like, all the arts that inspire me get credit, you know. Absolutely. And what else was I trying to say? Like, and also feel like there are a lot of white people in this country. Uh, sorry, country. I said culture. we we just made a new word. A cold country. It's okay. Country is all good. We make new words here. It's mayhem. <laughs> uh, a lot of white people in this country. They're they often like appropriate, you know black culture so like you see some white people wear like cornrows mm -hmm. or getting lip injections to make their lips big like mine a little bit to get that or, fluctuation or a lot of know, cosmetics uh and it's just like you know whenever and i remember i saw something about uh, i think it was was it justin timberlake you know justin timberlake he benefited a lot from black culture oh yeah but whenever like an injustice happened, like a police shooting happened, he didn't talk about it. No, nowhere around. No, you're, no. you're absolutely right. No, he said nothing about it. And it's just like, you know, can you at least talk about it? Yeah, at least say something. But a lot of celebrities um, that you see that do benefit off black culture. And then when something does happen in the black community or in the black culture, they have nothing to say about it. It's like, we're not going to say anything, but you help benefit off of this and you can't speak on it and at least help in solving the problem mm -hmm. or say something, but no, but it's not our, it's not our place, but you took the music and the culture and made it yourself. So why not say something? To help stop the injustice. Right, exactly. To help bring balance and equality to everyone, you know what I'm saying, across the platforms. So, yes, I absolutely get it. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not just, some people might think like it's all white conservatives that are doing this. It's like the Klan's men are acting like, and it's like, no, it's not all of them like that. It's like there are a lot of white liberals that do this too. They, you know, they might claim they like they want to help, but really they don't really do much. I mean, I remember Jordan Peele kind of showcased this in the movie Get Out, you know. Uh, yes. You know, like you know, they seem nice and all that, but really they're no. <laughs> they're trying to get you. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And you know, I've read also like you know about like you know 
people like let's say like Malcolm X. I remember a speech he said like how the white liberal is worse than the white conservative because with the white conservative is like the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You can see him coming, but it's the sheep and wolf's clothing. Yeah, whereas the white but the wolf and like sheep clothing. White liberals like the fox. Okay. Oh, they like the and fox. Okay. Sneaky. They like to be sneaky about it. And me, like me as a white person, I always like try to educate myself and always like, what can I do to help balance? Like research. I research what's going on. I watch like interviews like these people. I read books about them because in the end it's like, wow, I, I am an entertainer. I want to also want to use my platform to help make <clears throat> change and recognize that like, hey, you know, white artists, a lot of you are benefiting from black culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and, and it's your right to bring that awareness. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So because it's so sadly not spoken about. And I see so many good artists that are underrated you know what i'm saying and it's it's insanity some artists that aren't even heard of you know but it's due to popular demand like you had said before um you like to uh, empower women you have a song coming up with empowering women and i see so many times that women are diminished and just totally torn apart in songs nowadays oh yeah they're always like Oh, you know, oh, there's sex objects and all that stuff and blah blah blah. It's like no, no, they're they're human beings and exactly, and and people actually see that and think that this is the way women are supposed to be treated, and it's not right. You know, it's literally not not right. It is not right, even though it's entertainment, but it's also influencing. Like you said, you're an influencer, and you want to use your influencing power to help promote love and equality but this is influencing kind of hatred towards women right you know, and exactly. demeaning women and of course you have always had people who were in power think oh i could do whatever i want someone like harvey weinstein is a prime mm-hmm. example absolutely who, who thinks like yeah because i have this power i can do whatever i can get away with it but it's like no karma catches up with you absolutely that's another thing karma will catch up with you it, in the long run it will it will catch up with you mm-hmm. and i've made my mistakes when it comes to women when i was like for example when like when i was like a kid i had this huge crush on this girl and i went too far with it i was a kid back then i didn't it was know, a shorty you know no better i didn't know how to like approach women appropriately at the time i didn't know how to do that but it was all like a learning experience and mm-hmm. like like back then when i got turned down i would have a hissy fit yeah <laughs> i was a kid i was kind of like how come she turned me down i'm a nice guy and all that stuff that was me but right. time went by i'm just like you know it is it's whatever i'm i'll get disappointed if i get turned down by a woman but i'm like hey at least she told me at least she's being honest and not um sending you on a wild goose chase you know yeah and you have to understand sometimes that rejection is better than you being with that person because everything that shimmer ain't gold like exactly. I have, I have had my issues in relationships. I have had my mistakes. Lord have mercy, I have, especially in my younger days. But 
it it was I always still had that respect at a certain level. Like, yo, don't do that. Don't say that. Exactly. Don't go there, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, don't do it. Exactly. And you know, once you reach a certain age, you have to have some form of common sense. Yeah. So and sometimes like, it takes a while. It does it does take a while, but you gotta know what is right and what is wrong. So for example, if a woman turns you down, I get it. It's disappointing, but you need to respect her decision and not take it personally and just move on. Absolutely. And also don't get emotionally attached. Don't put all your hopes and dreams in this one person. I've made that mistake before. Believe I've made that mistake. We and all have. It oh it it backfired on me severely. Oh god. But in the end, I did to myself. But it also was a learning experience. Mm -hmm. It also was a learning experience to learn what you will and will not deal with and what's appropriate in a um, healthy relationship and versus a toxic relationship. Because I'm pretty sure at some point in everyone's life, they've been in a toxic relationship. You know what I'm saying? And they sink into that toxicity. I was one of those people. I was in the toxic situation. I had to pull myself out of it because this is not what I want. Right. This this ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So long as you're able to identify that and learn from their past experience, it, I take them as learning lessons. Oops. Thank you for teaching me that lesson. Now I know. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. don't take the rejection as a why not me? No, when I get rejection, I say, oh, that means it's a door better that's going to open for me or right. someone better out there for me. Like, oh, no problem. You know, I, that's how I look at rejection. Like, oh, this just wasn't for me. It was for someone else. What's for me is for me and it'll come to me. You know, right, exactly. I just have to keep going. Like you say in your songs, keep going and keep going and being strong and keep going and mm -hmm. keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? Your songs is literally telling you, telling your whole story and on I, how to get up on it. Yeah, I have one song. I put a little EP slash mixtape on SoundCloud called Great Power, Great Responsibility. Should be the Stanley. But there was one song called I Just Want to Know You. It was just like, I remember um, saw one woman at my job came in a lot and all this stuff. And I found like, oh, damn, she's attractive. Mm. And I'm just like, I just want to know her. Right, I just, just want to know you. I just want to know her. And I just, you know, I just came up with the song. I just want to know you. Whether you want to be friends or more, I just want to know you. You I'll be there for. Oh. And oh. I'm just like thinking like, you know, imagine we're doing this and that, you know, just hanging out, having a good time. And... um all that stuff. And I say, hey, if you turn me down, it's all good. At least, you know, at least you gave me the answer. It is what it is. Right. At least you know. And sometimes you never know until you know. You know, you might not know. And she's like, oh, yeah, let's go out. You're like, whoa. Didn't see that yeah. one coming. Like, you know, you never know. Yeah. I mean, but I want to get to know you. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Like, I just want to get to know you. A lot, of, a lot of guys mainly just go for women because, like, yeah, man, I just, I just want that sex, man, and all that stuff. It's just like, Okay, if you're just having meaningless sex and that's just, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, you haven't grown and matured. It doesn't mean anything. Where's the actual connection, that bond? Yeah. You know, I just want to get to know you, your quirks. You know, what do you yeah, like? What's your favorite coffee? color? 
Right. What's your favorite color? What kind of movies do you like? Um, I don't know. Uh, what do you like to do during the summer and winter time? What's your favorite book? Food, right. What's your favorite food? What do you like to eat? Where you? What's your favorite restaurant? You know, I just want to get to know you. Even if we friends, I just want to get to know you. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And speaking of women, <laughs> speaking of women, I gotta talk about her when I met and interacted with her, Miss Moesha. Miss uh, Miss Brandy. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all have to understand that. This gentleman in front of us, he was talking to Miss Moesha, Miss Brandy herself. Yeah. That boy is mad. She gonna have me singing that with her, even though I can't sing, but she gonna have me sing that with her. I was trying to be down with her. <laughs> I wanna be down. On a full moon. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all literally, what is your Instagram? Double so people a can see these things. Double AA official. Double AA official. I will make sure I link it in the uh, description below. And can we see that video with you and Brandy? It is on my Instagram. And I already saw it, y'all. I, I loved it. I, and she was like, she was, you know, I ain't gonna lie. She was kind of enamored. I ain't gonna lie. She was enthralled. She was enthralled, y'all. She's enthralled. I, I want to leave the best impression I could with her. I didn't want to come like, oh my God, Moesha, I love you. I'm like, nah, I'm like, I know she can sell a lot. So, y'all, he was smooth as hell. He was like, yeah, I wrote a song for you. Ding, 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 ding. I was rehearsing it. I was really like, hey, here's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm going to show her my keyboard. He showed the keyboard. He was like, here you go, y'all. I was like, It's like, here, yeah, Brandy, I do music. It's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's awesome. He actually sat and talked to Brandy, and she was just like, yes. And she was, I'm telling you, I saw sparks in her eye. I don't care what nobody else. I saw sparks. I'm like, uh-uh, Brandy. No, you, you better not come <laughs> here. You better treat him right. You better treat him right. <laughs> I mean. I hope to meet her again someday and possibly work with her someday. Then my oh, absolutely! I believe. Look, I'm a person that believes in putting positive in the universe, and you'll get that back. If you put that positivity in the universe, you're going to get that back. You've already said, "I want to work with her." You've already met her. That's the universe telling you, "Yeah, in the near future." You might be making a soundtrack with Brandy. You know what I'm saying? You might be sampling music with Brandy. You don't know what the universe has for you. But if you put that positivity out there, it'll come back. Mm -hmm. yeah, it yeah. will come back. So, hell yeah, you're going to be working with Brandy. And I'm going to be like, I know him. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Like, I remember seeing Brandy as a little kid. I remember Maybe? watching that Cinderella movie she did with Whitney Houston. Yes. First premiered on the Wonderful World Disney back in the 90s. I remember that. I remember I was used to the anime one, if you remember that. Yes. And my mom said, like, oh, there's another version of Cinderella you want to see on the Wonderful World Disney. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, why not? And I thought it was going to be like the anime. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like the It was anime. like the black Cinderella. It was, yeah. it was so beautiful. When I saw, like, Whitney Houston pop out, like, at the opening scene when she said, impossible, and all that stuff, I was like, oh, this is not like the This is different. One. And <laughs> I was a little kid. But I did not notice that 
a white king and a black queen make an Asian prince. Yeah, it happens. In the wonderful world of Disney, it happened. I noticed that too. I'm like, hmm. I wonder if I have kids with that. It didn't work out when I had kids. That's not how my kids came out. They, they came out mixed looking like me a little bit. But I was wondering if it could happen. It didn't, it didn't I, work out. And, you know, sir, I'll never forget seeing that. And then years later, I'm watching again. I'm like, wow, this has actually gotten better. Like, it's really gotten better over time. I feel like I feel like this movie was really ahead of its time. Absolutely. It, yeah. uh, it was ahead of its time because it didn't. And I was shocked that it didn't pick up when it did start. Mm -hmm. And now, as you notice, as time goes on, those movies like back in the day, like Scarface and all that, they start to build up like pandemonium fan base to them mm -hmm. yeah so yeah it it it's better now for this time it like I said, it was ahead of time it really was yeah i mean and now we have uh holly bailey playing ariel in the live action little mermaid remake um yes well i'm gonna see how that is and i'm i'm definitely for that i remember when she was cast i'm pretty sure you remember when she was casted you had all these racist people say not my Ariel and all this other stuff. I'm like, yeah, oh God. I'm it's like, a, come on. I'm like, this is a fairy tale. It's a little mermaid. Yeah, it, it's it's a fairy tale. It's it's not real. It's a cartoon, and it's supposed to be for children. It ain't for your big overgrown ass. It's for the kids. Exactly. And I'm I, one of the dumbest comparisons I saw. Like some, it was one some of the comics on comments on Facebook. They were comparing. Holly Bailey's casting as Ariel to Ryan Gosling playing Martin Luther King. I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, you're comparing a fairy tale to a, a real, real person. person. Like, that is such a dumb comparison. You comparing a fictional character to a real life breathing person that you have actual footage of walking and talking and doing these things and you have this. I literally groaned when I saw my keys. And it's just like, okay, we've had so many white princesses. Cinderella, we... Snow White. And um, it, we finally got the uh, Princess and the Frog. I mean, we got that, but I mean, I do think that movie was beautifully animated. I do like the songs, but what I didn't like was the character Tiana spent majority of the time as a frog. Yeah. Yeah, and then she had to turn, find the other frog that was a prince like her, like that was a human that had a spell and all. Yeah. And then you see when the Snow White and Cinderella, they had they whole full, even in um, Beauty and the Beast, mm -hmm. you know, same, even in Shrek, it was still a woman form, you know, she was green, but she still turned to a white woman. In the daytime, so yeah, I get what you're saying. I can get. I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like we need more representation in these films. I mean, we have an Asian princess in Mulan. We yes. Have, we have. Um, who else do we have? Jasmine from Aladdin, Middle Eastern. Yes. And um, it's a few. Did I think in the past maybe ten or fifteen years they're trying to widen their variety, especially Disney of the princesses and. Mm -hmm. Try to build some type of equality, mm -hmm. and I can oh, I can really see why. Like a lot of people, when they think of Cinderella, they look at the one with Brandy because, like, they grew up with that. 
Yes. It was the first time they saw a Cinderella of the same skin tone. Yeah, because you don't see Cinderella's that look like me. Exactly. You don't see them that's my melanated color. It's it's not really that much. And what I also liked about that, like, Brandy just came in with her braids. Yes! But see, you guys, Brandy was always known for her braids. Even in her TV show, she had she was one of the first ones that came out with the little micro braids, mm -hmm. the braids with the little bit that come. She had the kinky twist. She had all the braids. Like, yeah. She came out with braids. She was the one who did it. Yeah. And it's like, she's an icon. Yes, absolutely. And all she did was have her braids pinned back. And she was so beautiful and so elegant. She's so beautiful. Like she's So beautiful. Yeah. So, yes, he gets to talk to Brandy, y'all. Y'all need to check out Double A Official. And y'all going to see him talking to Brandy. And remember, it's spelled D-O. U B L E A A official, all one word, all one. Oh, word. Like you see his name right there, double A, and you just add official to it. I'm gonna put it in the description below, so we can make sure we find and we'll send a link mm -hmm. to your IG, so we can find your IG and we can make sure we look at Brandy. Yeah, and you and can also see me playing guitar for Seal. I cover one of his songs. Seal's another one of my favorite artists. Yes, you have a lot of artists. Like I said, I see most of your. Um, thing is music, activism, um, and just trying to be equality. Yeah. And and your comics, of course, Stan Lee. Comics and uh, I'm, I'm fans of movies. Like, um, you know, there's one person that really does remind me of myself. It's uh, it's Kevin Smith. You know, Jane Silent Bob. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've met him a couple times, and before I met him in person, I interacted with him on Twitter, and so this was Halloween 2020. He and uh, the guy who plays Jay, Jason Muse, were coming to Chicago for a pop-up restaurant. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god! And I was like telling Kevin Smith, you know, I can't wait to see you there. Blah 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 on Twitter. He kept liking the tweets, and I came in. I was dressed up as V for Vendetta because 2020 was an election year. So right, right. Statement with that. And uh, before, like, I took my picture with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, I showed him my picture with Stan Lee. And he's like, Stan, man, hey, I recognize you for Twitter, man. <laughs> See, you you already a local celebrity with the celebrities. Like, they know you. Like, that's that's a double-A official. We know who he is. We know exactly who that is. Yeah. So it's already awesome with it. Yeah, and I've interacted with, uh, she's all, she's following me on Twitter, too. The one and only, Mr. Mina, Mr. Missy Elliott. Missy, miss, yeah, I can't stand the rain. Yeah, get your freak on. Oh, snap. Oh, beep, beep. Who got the, got the keys the key. to the Jeep? Hey, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I've interacted with her on Twitter. Uh, she's following me on Twitter. That's so what's is, up. Who else is following me on Twitter? Um, Q tip from Tribe Call Quest. <sighs> What is your Twitter handle so we can follow you on Twitter too? Like, I want to follow you on Twitter Double too. Double A A O F F. Double A O F. Yeah. So my name and just O F F, short for official because Twitter has. Of course, official has them. You know, they have so many maximum letters yeah. you can use. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am Mayhem5 at Mayhem5. Oh, yeah. Inbox me that. <laughs> I got to inbox you that. <laughs> Is 
there anything else you want to share with our guests about the double A official that we have here that you're a man of many, you're a man of many masks, just like the comic book characters. A very, I guess you could say that. Yes, you, you, you be everywhere. What else can I say? Um, what else can I share about, like, say, myself and mm -hmm. others? I also do acting as well. Yes, because we've acted together. Yes, shout out to uh, Gary McNone Jr. The Maurice, Maurice Show. Show. Warriors of the World. Woo! Shout out to shout Kevin Baker. Kevin, oh, yes, of course, Kev, Kevin Baker. Yeah, shout out to, um, who else uh, am I thinking of? There are a lot of people I want to shout out. It's um, every, the whole Maurice Show. Show, Maurice Show, Warriors of the World, shout out to those people. I've been Everybody, it's too many names. Super involved with that. I mean, I have other people I want to shout out. I can say that towards the end. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what else can I like to talk about? Well, I do have also a promo for my album, The Kid Who Wanted to Be Super Superhero. It's animated. It was animated by the one and only Asia Lee. She's on her Instagram. She has Instagram, so I'll inbox you her Instagram as well. Please, please. And with this one, I'm trying to stir up controversy with like the people on Fox News and oh. Tucker Carlson and all those people and Ted Cruz. <laughs> They're gonna see you. I'm gonna see you in the next tweet on Fox News on the front page. I'm like, I'm oh, trying to stir up controversy with this one because if you see, watch my animated video, you see me fighting the Proud Boys. And where can this be found on your Instagram? Also, yeah. Y'all got to check out a uh, double A official Instagram. Y'all like I'm already on his page. Like I'm already friends with him on Instagram. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to worry about it. I'm already there. <laughs> so, Unfortunately, I can't get the big orange Cheeto person to tweet about me because his Twitter is gone. You know who I'm talking well, about? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not going to say his name, but I always, I always had this fantasy. Like if he tweets about me, I'm going to celebrate. <laughs> yes, because that's the time to go viral. Like if he tweet about me. I finally did it. Yeah, I, I finally it. did. I'll be on Stephen Colbert, <laughs> Trevor Noah, all those people. I'm like, yeah. And I'll just have that banner. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> even even if it is a negative tweet about him, which you know him, he would have that. He he, he would you he wouldn't care. It's more publicity for him. He wouldn't care. Yeah, I don't and care. As y'all see, I, I got him right here. He right here. Oh yeah, they're right, right here, y'all. Y'all better come look at them. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's right here. Wow, Robin Williams. You talk about Robin Williams. Robin Williams was one of my childhood uh, icons. I grew up watching his movies. You know, Mrs. Doubtfire, Aladdin, Jumanji, um, even Flubber. Flubber was not my. It's not my favorite of his, but but it was. But it. I. You know what? I liked it, Flubber. Like, I liked it. I don't know why, but I liked it, Flubber. I liked it when I was a kid, and while I watched it now, I'm like, you know, I love Robin Williams. I think he was great in it. It just hasn't held up well. <laughs> but I, I guess nostalgia factor. Maybe it's because I got kids, and now that my children are damn near grown, and I have only, like, one little one running around here, and I try to install her into, like, let's watch these old movies. And she's like, get away from me. I want to watch Vampirina. I'm like, well, damn, you know? So, <laughs> and, you know, Robin Williams, you know, like, his movies always uplifted my spirit. Um, Absolutely. Uh, what was another one I watched? Good Will Hunting. 
Oh, I yes. watched them when I got older, of course, but yes, I. That's one of my all-time favorite movies. Of course, that was the one that brought Ben Affleck and Matt Damon to stardom. Matt Damon, yes. <laughs> and there's that one scene. If you remember the movie, Matt Damon, he plays someone who's a genius. He's very smart, but he's very troubled. He was abused as a child and so on. Mm -hmm. So he comes face-to-face -face with Robert Williams, as a psych um, who plays the psychologist, and he's trying to get him to realize his potential and realize that what he went through as a kid was not his fault. And there's that one scene where Robin Williams constantly says to Matt Damon, it's not your fault. It's not, it's your, not fault. your fault. It's and not your Matt fault. Matt Damon just breaks down. It's like, oh, my God. And he actually improvised sometime, uh, some parts in Goodwill Hunting, too, especially about the part where he was talking to Matt Damon. Um, he's talking about his wife and her flatulence, how she farted in the bed and all this. Oh, yeah, he did improvise that. He improvised that part. So I loved Robin Williams. He was a great improviser. He helped me want to be a, a actress and a comedian because his versatility and I'm, I'm, I really miss him. Like, yeah, I, when he killed himself, that was like one tragic day. That was like, but that also goes back to, like we said before, full circle, you know, they're still people too. Even though they're big celebrities, they're still people too. They deal with mental illness. They deal with stress. They deal with depression. They still, they deal with things. And us don't think that they can ever deal with that because of who they are, you know? Money so, can't buy you happiness in the end. No, absolutely. The happiness must come from within, you know? If, you know, like RuPaul even said, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell you going to love somebody else? You know, yeah. that love's got to come from within. And it's not just like people like Robin Williams. If you look at oh, something no. like also DMX is another prime example. Yes. A very successful rapper, and he had a lot of demons inside of him. Absolutely. And rest in peace to DMX. He's one of my all-time favorite rappers. Yes. I had the chance to see him live. Uh, I think it was like what 2015. I met him briefly too, but I couldn't get a picture with him. That's okay, but see, like I said, you know, everybody, but <laughs> uh, you know, like with someone like DMX, you could tell he was going through a lot of pain, yes, like you could tell through his music, he was fighting a lot of demons, and he didn't have the best people around, around him. him, and that's one of the reasons why he succumbed to his addiction and all that stuff. He, mm -hmm. he really needed help. Yeah. And, and, and he was actually crying out for help and no one took heed to it. You know what I'm saying? And that's another problem. Cry out for help and no one takes heed to it. They think it's oh they're just doing this or they're just act. No, they're asking for help. Yeah. Another example was uh, Chester Bennington from Lincoln park. I've seen Lincoln yes. park live. I, Lincoln Park's one of my all-time favorite bands, and when Chester killed himself, that was another tragic loss. And if you really listen to some Lincoln Park songs, like "Numb," like here's lyrics, "I've become so numb," and all that he's, stuff. He's telling it in his in his music. You could tell, you could feel the pain in his vocal delivery that he is suffering from depression, and you know, you think like, oh. But they're celebrities. They have all this money, all that stuff. Money cannot buy happiness. No, it cannot. No, it cannot. It cannot buy peace, tranquility. It cannot buy any of that. It have to come from within. So you're absolutely right. So we'll be coming up on the end of our podcast. Is there anything else you want to share? 
Well, I'd like to give a few shout, shout outs. Out. Please shout them out. Shout them out. Well, again, shout out to everyone. Uh, Maurice Show and Warriors of the World. Yes. Shout, shout out to um, Quincy Thomas, Studio Q. Studio Q Show. And, you know, she and I have been, we're connected on social media. That's what's shout up. Out her. Shout out to, there are other people I want to give shout outs to. Shout out to uh, Mimi Stevens of Press and Glow. It's a um, nail business, independent business here Ooh. in Chicago. Please I need to go get my her. nails done. Oh, child. Please support her. Shout out to Dakota. She's an entrepreneur, businesswoman. Shout out to, uh, who else can I give a shout out to? Shout out to Asia Lee again, the beautiful Asia animation. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, so many other people. Shout out to... Uh, one of the uh, other guys, very talented producer, musician, Sohan Grover. Sohan, that's his name. Sohan. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. He's also helping on Maury's show and Warriors of the World. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of people I want to give shout outs to. Uh, uh, <laughs> Everyone. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I might as well give shouts to some celebrities as well. Shout out Keanu Reeves. Shout out to Steven Spielberg. Shout out. We're going to see Keanu Reeves. We're going to take pictures like, how you doing? We're going to see yeah, him. I'll dress up as Neo or John Wick for that. Okay. That would be so sweet. Wear my Bill and Ted shirt. <laughs> nice. Excellent, dude. Totally awesome. Excellent. <laughs> yes. Shout out to uh, the who all I'm trying to think. Who else can I give a shout out to uh, people in Rogers Park, born race here, Rogers Park, here, North Pole? Yes, Rogers Park, very nice neighborhood. I mm -hmm. studied with Anton McKay there with McKay in Studios. Yes, so very nice neighborhood. Shout out to uh, some of my biggest uh, influences rest in peace, Stanley, rest in peace, Robin Williams, Chester Bennington, DMX. Uh, shout out to Brandy. <laughs> I'm going to give Brandy a shout out. Yes, we got a shout out to the D one and only Brandy. Shout out to Seal. You know. Seal. Heidi, don't come at him. Yeah, no, Heidi, you know, you're done. You're done. Please do not come at him. Like, please don't. Shout out to uh Kevin Smith, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to uh Missy. Shout out to I can't stand the rain. Shout out to Oh, another musical influence of mine, Bruce Springsteen, the boss. Yes. You know, I'm influenced by rock and roll and all this other stuff. You know, shout out to Red Hot Chili Peppers, more my all-time favorite bands. Yes. Give it away. Give it away now. I was shout ready for the rest of it. Get away. Give it away. Give it away now. Shout That's out to, uh, <laughs> nah, shout out to Questlove, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, uh, ASAP Rocky, Tyler Creator, shout out to Jay-Z, shout out to Eminem, shout out to The Brat, Chi-Town, The Brat, shout out to Common, Polo G, G Herbo, all those people, Chance the Rapper. <laughs> you go on. You go on. It's all good. I want to thank you for being here with me, the official double a official please check him out on ig i'm going to have his description in below where you can check him out check out his interviews with brandy um i saw that twinkle in her eye i ain't gonna lie i saw the twinkle in her eye i saw it brandy don't don't deny brandy i saw it boo i saw it we know we know 
And look up the video. I saw Kevin Smith again at the music box uh, when I asked him for advice, and he kind of recognized it. He's eyes light up, like, look look that one up. And he said, fucking hey, give it up for Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's on my IG, too. Check out his IG. I'm going to have everything in the description below. In the description box below. I'm going to end the stream the way I always end my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. Thank you. And make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. All right. Keep your head up. Keep your head. Keep your head up like the official double A just said. Keep that head up. Keep it up. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see you next time. And we will have you back. We're going to talk some more because we can talk for hours like we can. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're going to have you back again on the podcast. Thank you for being here. And we'll see y'all next time. Everyone stay safe, stay healthy. Anything else to say? And uh, in the words of great Stan Lee, Excelsior. (laughs) Excelsior. You heard it from Double A Official. Please don't forget to check him out on Instagram. And he is on Twitter. The links will be in the description box below. Until next time, everyone stay safe, stay healthy. And be peaceful.